0: over so you were talking recently about the lord of the rings uh I was theatrical uh experience upcoming yeah man or upcoming at the time and it is now past. yes did you make it there
1: i did i did just barely um i, I worked uh what was it it's was like a 13 hour day and then i was like okay now i'm gonna go see the lord of the rings for wow. another four. and uh it was the
0: extended I, one
1: it was the extended version wow Yeah, man. And, um, which is the only way I'd want to see it in anymore. Like I don't, I don't care about the theatrical versions anymore. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I don't care about them. Um, the extended versions are the versions. And in fact, have you heard that there's a petition now to do the extended extended editions? Like they're trying to push new line or whoever now Warner brothers to (laughs) release a, a, an a version with even more Footage, Because there is more footage. There's oh more God. footage that we have not seen. And like a scene came to light, like very recently at the end of Return of the King, they had filmed like little vignettes for all of the fellowship and where they went post journey. Huh. And so there's like this scene, like the only thing that exists out there in public is like a few frames of like Gimli studying some some jewels in a mine, okay, and then Legolas walking through a forest, like you know, dressed very regally and whatnot, like maybe <laughs> maybe returning home, yeah, um, and um, and so like there exists footage of the other members of the fellowship and like where they went after this. And, and so anyway, there's footage still that we haven't seen. Um, there's that famous one where, uh, in the two towers, Faramir has a vision of Frodo. If Frodo gets corrupted by the ring, like Gollum and they had Elijah Wood and like Gollum makeup That's and stuff. Right. Do you remember this?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I do. And it's
1: not, it's not in the extended version. Um, so huh. there's like this big petition out there now to get it even more extended. <laughs> um, so we'll, uh, I don't think it'll happen, but cool. It will. Um, and it will
0: for two reasons. Peter Jackson money. is is now known for ma- for making super overlong <laughs> things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and Warner brothers loves money. True. That now true. here's what we don't know. Warner brothers also does, is not going to love manufacturing DVDs. This is true, but they'll just put it on max.
1: They'll put it on max.
0: Yeah. I'll be so like, Here it
1: is for free. Yep. Hey, Hey everybody!
0: How are we um, gonna make money from this? Not, <laughs> all we care about know. now is new signups. Yep, that's it. Never mind selling things and trying yep. to make up costs. We'll just yeah put it Lord on something. Lord of the Rings is
1: one of those weird things. We've talked about this recently, like how movies and especially sometimes with streaming, like it's a loss leader because it'll it'll like give a big uh, push to merch sales. Yeah, yeah, Lord of the Ring. There's not much Lord of the Rings merchandise.
0: You're right. You're right. Did, have you
1: have you ever noticed that like you never
0: see Lord I of the Rings stuff? Didn't even think about it until you mentioned it because it's just not there. And I'm I, I'm so curious why that is. Oh, man. But like I don't
1: own a Lord of the Rings shirt. Like mm-hmm. they just don't exist. I, I'm sure they do, but you have to buy them online or whatever. And I'm like, right. eh. if it's not in front of my face at a Target, I'm not buying it. But like You know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't exist. It's so weird. That is weird. The eye of the enemy is moving. The end has come. Every day, Frodo moves closer to Mortal. How do we know Frodo is alive? What does your heart tell you? We will never let Aragorn come to the throne of Gondor.
0: It is time. Give him the sword of the king. Become who you were born to be.
1: i so i saw lord of the rings uh return of the king in theaters haven't seen it in theaters since its original release in oh three wow and um and yeah man it's it it holds up so well uh, that first of all the th- the theater and going experience was fantastic um I, the seats weren't great but like in terms of their comfort <laughs> comfort level but i guess for four hours no seat would be that comfortable right um but like uh the 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 actual film has never looked or sounded better than it did that showing mm-hmm. um i mean it was awesome and and the visual effects still hold up and like it's just so fantastic there's a couple times where i'm yeah, like yeah sometimes like <laughs> yeah there's a, there's a few times but but for the most part it holds up and it's like how did they do this i don't I understand and um and it's just so awesome um the, the the what I loved about it was like the people who were there, it wasn't a sold out show, but the, the theater that I went to, they got close to selling out their first screening. So they opened up another theater. So I was in the second group and um, it wasn't sold out, but it was it was close. And like it was like like you could hear a pin drop silent in that theater because everybody was like glued to it. And um and it wasn't like one of those experiences where it's like a whole bunch of nerds and they like cheer and like quote the movie right. and like all that stuff that you're like afraid of it's gonna be. It was like a super respectful, reverent, yeah, yeah, reverent crowd. Like everybody was like into it. And then like towards the end, when the sad things are happening, like you're looking around and like grown men are going like,
0: Yeah, they're trying to keep it together.
1: <laughs> <sighs> and and meanwhile, I'm over there like, Oh. I know. It's sad, dudes. And, um, and yeah, man, it was, it was just so great. It was a great experience and, um, had fun with
0: it. So by the time this is out, the way I've got it, uh, i have got it scheduled. Um, my wife and I are going to this symphony event yes. in Mobile. And one of the things they're featuring is the Lords of the Ring. And so they're doing something, but, but some of the music is going to be the, you know, live symphony performance of some of Howard yeah. Sh- Howard Shore's m- music. Yes. And I'm really excited because like I saw I was I was scrolling Instagram reels and then I think I sent it to you it was just it some someone yeah. was playing, you know, playing yeah. the music synced up with scenes from the film. Yep. Yeah. And people are like clapping and I was yeah. like F-f-. yeah, I'm like bring your <laughs> tissues dude. Yeah, if, I was just if, if- like it's like okay, if it's I'm I'm and then, you know of course they serve wine at the theater, so I'm like oh yeah, this, yeah, yeah. It's, I'm toast, dude. It's gonna yeah. happen. Yeah, I'm just I am I, I watched the movie recently as well, the extended edition yeah. on Max because I yeah. was watching it for my 20 year thing because mm-hmm. like you said the film came out 20 years ago. Yep. Uh, this year and this December, I guess. And yeah. Now having seen the because I watched them all a couple years ago and mm-hmm. that was as for fellowship and then I watched 2 towers last year and then I watched yep. you know watched the Thurban again so I'd seen the extended edition in quick succession recently I think that and I then I watched a guy talk about why he still likes the theatricals better. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, after all this content coming, all this information, I think I like the extended of Fellowship the best Mm -hmm. because Fellowship Mm -hmm. is also the strongest film for me. I agree. And so its extended edition is equally, does add a lot of richness because it just helps it to take its time and build. And it just, it adds all that tactileness that we love about Fellowship. And so Two Towers and Return of the King make the film feel a little too long for me. Sure. So I prefer the theatrical of certainly return of the King, maybe the two towers as well. Um, But I mean, as far as like extended editions go, it's certainly not a bad one, Um, but Lord, but return of the King. I mean, it's just, you're right. Like you go through those movies and you're like, how are they this good? And it's just, it's, it's the writing It's, I mean, it's the film, I mean, it's the music and the writing, but they give such great dialogue to those characters and assisted by that music. Every little speech Gandalf gives, like, you know, they're the, 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 the big trolls are at the gate of Minas Tirith and Pippin's like, oh, is this, is it, is, you know, is this the end? And he's like, no, it's not the end. And you're sitting there and you're like, okay, this has to be like the 15th monologue that Gandalf has given to one of the characters. And you're still like, no, he's just delivering some truths and and if yeah. you're not staring at, you know, um, at uh, yeah. at Billy Boyd's jugular because it's it's, it's go- I don't, I'm curious if you noticed it on the big screen. I did just, not notice. Man, it. ever since the first time I saw that movie, he's like yeah. looking at Gandalf wistfully, but his his jugular is going out of control. <laughs> it's just go go Yeah. Um, I thought it was just gonna pop. <laughs> I can't imagine. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't see it, Dustin. It was probably bigger. I than did you not were. see it. Yeah. <laughs> so. But I, if I'm not looking at that during that scene, I'm just like, my God, like this is just crazy how you can write yeah. just this perfect, yeah, perfect monologue for this character in the third film and make it yeah. feel appropriate and believable in the middle of this battle. It's something else.
1: So I'll tell you this, like you're right. It's the writing. It's the performances. It's all of that. What I was struck by this time around, because I watched the first two leading up to this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I hadn't seen any of them. Uh, in full, in probably seven, eight years, something like that. Mm. And um, and so I watched them all. And what I was really struck by this time around was the two towers, which has always, to me, been the weakest of the bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've changed. I, it, it probably is still the weakest of the bunch for me. Sure. But- like my least favorite. I'll say that. But but the what it does, it does so well because it acts like a middle... Portion to this three this three act you know three film structure um so it carries the overarching story but it also manages to create uh storylines for each of the characters that get started that, that they're started and wrapped up by the conclusion of the film mm-hmm. and so it's it's like the perfect encapsulation of if you think about like what should an episode of a tv show be it should feed the overarching story, but also be a beginning, middle and end in and of itself. Yeah. And it's like the writing is just so brilliant on every level, structure wise, character wise. The performances are great. The music's great. The direction is great. I I genuinely like, I, I know this is going to sound like hyperbole, but the Lord of the Rings, I think, is perfect. Um, and And I don't see how a trilogy of films will ever come around like that again.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Um I, I I think it's I think it's once in a lifetime like once in a genre uh I th- it's it, it, it it's it's ridiculous to me. Um how perfect it is. And and I love it. I love every second of it. And yeah, I'm in a Lord of the Rings mood right now, man, because like I I love it. But here's what's here's here's this is Not even to you, not to our listeners. This message goes out to Warner Brothers. I'm in a Lord of the Rings mood right now. Right. I don't want more Lord of the Rings. (laughs) I just want to rewatch Lord of the Rings that I love. Yeah. Don't give me more stuff. I just want the one I like, and that's all I want. And that makes me sound like I'm 75 years old, and I don't care.
0: Now, you have our permission to start manufacturing merch for this. Yes, because, I will buy some merch uh, because there because there's not enough of it. That's the sure. thing. This is the don't rare. This is the rare bit of consent I'm giving to to yes. make more things because yep. it's not like we're flooded with Lord of the Rings merch. We don't have yeah. enough of it. Yeah,
1: right. Make exactly. a little more. Make some. Make just a little for more. A bit. I'm fine with that. I'm yeah. fine with that. Just a little bit. Don't go crazy, but we're cool. We're Come cool. on, man. Um, but but yeah, man. It's it, it's fantastic. I love it, and uh, I had a great time.
0: That's great, man. I'm glad. Yeah, All yeah. right. So you also saw some other things in theaters. And so I, I want to run through them with you. So I don't know if you'd like to start with the good and go down or uh, go the other I'll, way. I'll start with whatever you want to start with. You tell me. Let's go with the one you have the most to say and then the least okay. to say
1: about. Okay. Um I'm going to keep all of these brief. Okay. Um, but the thing I have the most to say about is probably
0: John Wick. John Wick, baby. If you win,
1: the table will honor its word. You'll have your freedom. Let's under the old laws, only one can survive. Failure so to meet at sunrise. Right the result, in execution. Last words, Winston? Just have fun out huh? there. <laughs> I want you to find your peace. But the good death
0: only comes after a good life. You and I left a good life behind a long time ago, my friend.
1: John Wick Chapter
0: Mm 4. So this Um, one didn't have a subtitle to it. It was just John Wick Chapter chapter 4. It's a That's good a, move. I was annoyed by parabellum. I was like, Yeah, oh, okay. Oh, we're going subtitles. Oh, you're now. Fancy now.
1: <sighs> oh, parabellum. Oh, great.
0: I didn't mean to go um Dennis Miller on you there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. You got subtitles now. Okay. Chris. Okay. Sake.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, man. Uh John Wick, chapter four. Um, so I I've liked all of these movies, but I was late to the party. So this is the only one I saw in theaters um okay and hmm. and i'm going to keep the spoiler free
0: so don't 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 worry i don't think i saw i saw job. i think i saw chapter one i think i saw john wick in theaters i don't hmm. think i saw chapter two but i did see chapter three okay that might have been one of the Got last it? movies i saw on the, i'll figure out when that when that was released anyway go ahead
1: um yeah, uh, John Wick chapter four, I ultimately gave four stars, but as I've ruminated on it, yeah, it may be a four and a half. Here's the thing. John Wick defies all critical analysis. Um, <laughs> everything that I sit here and talk about that I want in movies and love in movies doesn't apply. Doesn't, does not apply, doesn't apply doesn't here. Exist. <laughs> does not exist here. These films are essentially a technical showcase for stunt choreography. It is a masterclass in how to shoot action on film. It is fantastic. So satisfying. Um so satisfying and and here's the thing it is in it's truly in a league of its own in terms of action coming from Hollywood in terms mm-hmm. of action. It is um I think you know, we've already started to see that it's kind of changing the game a little bit and like, you know, people are wanting to be John Wick a little bit, um, you know, and and obviously the producers of John Wick have sort of turned it into a genre where you had uh, Nobody and Violent Night. And then you have uh, uh, this new one coming out about the, the What is it? The Scotsman or whatever. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> There's all the spinoffs that are coming off of John Wick now. Um, so it, it, it's changing the game in terms of action for sure. It's creating this new genre of like gunfu type action. And, and, and I love it. I'm here for it. The thing is, um, John Wick, the, the, the series, and then this film in particular, Keanu Reeves has like less like fewer than 10 lines. You know what I mean? Like right. there's just nothing he doesn't he doesn't get to speak and that's cool. Um because he does not need to speak because Keanu Reeves has to learn all this choreography and um you know, there I'm sure any more lines and his brain would explode. But he um he does he does a fine job with what he's given which isn't much and that's fine cuz they're writing to him um and and the story has become increasingly more convoluted over the course of the three films, like with, you know, the rules and the larger world and yeah, the continental the Yeah. Yeah. And John Wick chapter four kind of pairs it all down and says like, okay, this is another story about John specifically. Mm-hmm. And yes, there are other things at play here, but this is just a John, a story about him. And, um, and, and I like that, you know, it, it, it yes i want character in stories yeah and yes john's character is very slim pickings like there's (laughs) not a whole lot to it it's just like i'm mad i fight you Mm -hmm. um but there there's a little bit more to that it's um and and there's a little more intrigue brought to it um and it's just enough to keep it inner like engaging um but you know that all we're really there for is to watch the choreography mm-hmm. And that's fine because the choreography in chapter four, I think, is the best it's ever been. And that's both in terms of the actors, which I was just continually I want to say I was taken out of the movie, but like in the best possible way, I was taken out of the movie going, "How did they do this? How yeah. long did it take Keanu to learn all of this choreography? This is nuts, yeah, um, and, um, like i just sat there like thinking like uh, the guts these filmmakers have to say we're just going to hold this on a wide shot keanu yeah. do your thing yeah what that's crazy it's that is craziness
0: it's it's really it's it's one of those hopeful things about filmmaking where you know we've we talked a lot recently about you know the the fast food IP filmmaking. And while yeah. some of it can be good, most of it is just kind of like decently exe- decently executed garbage. And yeah. movies like this and the Mission Impossible films are franchises like that are the ones who are sort of like, all right, well, we also really care about giving you something entertaining, but we would also like to remind you like, what filmmaking can be And there's a big push right now, thankfully, within the, within the industry through these franchises to do things that are real and to do it in camera and to hold these things called rehearsals and actually like pre-compose set set pieces and get people to put the time in to learn them so that they look really awesome once they're on camera and And then there's just, there's, it's just, it's just more engaging. It's just better. And it's, it's this thing we forget about, which is quality over quantity, you know?
1: Well, and I do believe we have Keanu Reeves and Tom Cruise to thank for that.
0: Absolutely. Um, You've got two people who are just like, oh, Tom Cruise, like that, you know, millions of dollars, Keanu Reeves, millions of dollars, not to Tom's Cruise scale, but these are two people who are like, yeah, I just really love movies. And I would like to be a part of making movies that people really enjoy um, yeah for the pure enjoyment of having made them
1: well and and it's like you know th- they haven't forgotten that physicality is a huge part of of acting yeah. and i think a lot of people have forgotten that that like yeah. okay well you just hear you're here to say the lines and then we'll just yeah. cg all the we'll motion. do a face
0: we'll, we'll do a face replacement like you don't have to yeah. get in shape anymore you don't have to and you know
1: yeah that, we can decrake your head on a Act on on another actor's body. Why do you need to do
0: anything? Yeah. Like technology made everyone late because for a while, like as vain and as weird as the two thousands were with like, with people getting in ridiculous shape and taking their shirts off and always changing on camera and stuff. It was like the flip side to that kind of ogling and vanity was like, well, these people had to get in ridiculous shape. And then as more and more technology, you could see actors like clearly not as, in shape for the next movie this is a chris pratt commentary as well and you know robert downey jr and it's just like yeah the less you're on camera using your muscles the less you need to have muscles it's why i have so much respect for hugh jackman you know but like physicality is a is a big deal and it's nice to have actors who go it's really important for my mindset as the character to, to yeah. be physical, but it's also yeah. really important for the audience to believe me as this character. Yeah. Now, obviously yeah. Keanu Reeves isn't taking off his shirt and flexing his abs. He's in pretty decent shape for a 50 something year old man. Um, yeah. but he's, he's not, he's no Wolverine, but the idea being like, it matters that I am seen in camera doing these things. And yes, yes. I, you know, I can't, I don't have as much stamina as John wick does. I, I don't have as much upper body strength as he does probably, but it's important that they see my face and see me doing these things. And it's just, it engages you and they don't, you don't look away. You don't get bored. You're, you're in it.
1: It's totally true. And, and, and like I said, huge props to Keanu. I, I don't, I don't think that, um, Keanu is maybe necessarily like the finest actor in the world, but the thing is you'd be hard pressed to find somebody more dedicated to a role like this because yeah, he's, he's out there doing it. Like he's, he's, he's living the grind, right? Like he's Mm -hmm. waking up early and training and figuring out the choreography and walking through that because you know, that's not a figure it out on the day it is a deeply rehearsed thing and and for the amount of set pieces in this film we're talking huge rehearsals huge Mm -hmm. and and there there is a long set piece toward the end of this film that i'm i am i was like flabbergasted by because because it appears some of it to be in one take and uh, uh, like on a wide and then like a lot of it is um uh amped up a little bit later in like a subsequent sequence which kind of takes place like immediately following that other sequence and and it's like nonstop back to back hugely important highly rehearsed s- sequences and and again i'm just in my seat going i don't understand Like my brain can't fathom the amount of rehearsal you had to do to do this right? and to do it to this level. It is insane to me. And, and then, you know, for all of the picking on I've done lately for the MCU and whatever else, I'll I'll spare them. And I'll, and I'll compare this to another film that I saw recently, which I'll talk about next is Renfield, which Mm -hmm. also had some action sequences, um, which is, it's very much like formulaic action where it's. Like character one punches cut to character two receiving punch, Mm -hmm. you know, in, 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 in the, uh, you know, just getting your standard coverage and, and, and using cuts to disguise the, uh, lack of the actual lack of choreography, the lack of physical exertion maybe. Um, and, and 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 then maybe the cuts will make it feel more engaging than it is. Yeah, we um, can control the set,
0: speed of the action. You know, we control. And the on pace. set, it's just
1: kind of like all piecemealed, right? Yeah. It's like cobbled together in the edit. Yeah, and and that's th- that's the exact opposite approach of John Wick. We in John Wick, they're not cobbling together anything in post. They are figuring it out months in advance, choreographing it out memorizing the choreography, rehearsing the choreography. Then on the day, they're just like a machine going through its motions. At that point, like the director, the director can do anything they want. The director can say, you know what? Let's run that again from step seven to step 14. And I'm going to get a close. I'm going to get in close on you, Keanu. Or you know what? I think we need a wide here. Can we do step seven through 14 on a wide? And at that point you're talking about like almost like a dance, like a ballet. Yeah. It's like step seven through 14 go. And then, okay, I'm right here on seven, go tick, 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 done, done, done. And, and you know, you're working it out and it's just so impressive. Um, so is there a whole lot here? Story wise, not a lot, but some, you know, enough to be engaged with what's happening, understand the motivations, understand why we're fighting in the first place. Um, but again, the main thing, like I said, it defies that type of critical analysis. And all we need to do is understand that these films are a technical powerhouse. And, uh, and what I would love to see moving forward what i would love to see moving forward cuz there there's now the continental tv series that's taking place on mm, peacock right. i think um and then there's a ballerina spin-off starring um Ana de armas and there's all kinds of like spin-offs of this that are in the works but what i want to see happen is not the spin-off i want this style of action filmmaking to infiltrate everything else yeah um, so Marvel, I'm looking at you, DC, I'm looking at you, uh, uh Creed franchise. I'm looking at you like yeah. allow your films, allow your actors, the luxury because it is a luxury, um, but it's much harder on them, but it's a luxury because then they get to take credit for what they're doing. And 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 give them the luxury of that. Don't rob them of it and say, "We'll just do it in post. We'll figure it out in post. Just throw a punch, I'll get a close up. We'll edit it together. It'll look fine. Whatever we don't, whatever looks like it's not connecting, we'll CG it and it'll connect. Done, right? Um, or, you know, Marvel, like I know y'all are loving your CG costumes right now, but we need something tactile. you You gotta give us something tactile and hold on a wide and let your characters fight and let me see it. Like, you know, obviously this, it's still not the same ballpark, but think about that shot from Captain America Civil War, where they're on the tarmac fighting. And at least for a little bit, there's a a little bit of like a wide sweeping shot through each group kind of fighting um, one-on-one and like, Cool. Like, at least that's something. But Mm -hmm. so much of what we're getting now is just piecemealed together. And uh, what I hope happens is John Wick infiltrates everything. And we start to realize that people need tactile uh, filmmaking. And we need to see the artistry on display because I'm not wowed anymore by somebody who stands there, delivers lines, like, you know, and then goes to their trailer while the VFX artists work on the rest. That doesn't wow me anymore.
0: Yeah, I think that we probably, Marvel reached the peak of that with Winter Soldier. And that's really just because those two characters are punchy, strong yeah. characters who don't have visual yeah. effects powers. Yep. So, like, I I was yep. thinking, like, I was about to say, well, they could get back to it. They've done it before. But then, I'm like, no, every hero in Marvel coming up is somehow related to computer-generated you know, yeah. imagery. So even if they rehearse it, there's a large part of it that's just has to be in the edit because you have to yeah. give the VFX team options. You can't throw yeah. them a wide take. Yeah, that's visual effects heavy and expect people to execute that. And that's what sucks uh, about uh, visual stuff like that. Is you know?
1: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this: there is no reason in the world for Shang Chi to utilize VFX.
0: Right. Right, <laughs> like you could still do, you could still do it in some of these. You could do it with, you could do it with the, all the Falcon and Winter Soldier stuff, like with Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Like you still have characters yeah. who are primarily not VFX, don't have to be VFX heavy things. Yeah. And you know, kudos to Lionsgate for for saying we're going to give money to the film, not to get you know, not to sort of bloat the visual effects on the back end and stress out a ton of artists. We're going to give them money so that they have time to rehearse. They have time when, you know, yep. before you've hired crew members, you know, when it's still yep. relatively to the pre-production phase, we're going to go ahead and start paying the actors, start paying the director, start paying the crew, you know, start paying the camera crew and the stunt people to craft and develop and rehearse action scenes. And that does take a budget. And so studios, I'm sure are just like, well, but we're paying people during this time where we could be doing previs, but then it's like, it's just, it, so much of what's wrong with filmmaking is stress on the back end to finish shots. Yeah. And it's just yeah. so unnecessary and for, for certain films and it's really great and um, you know, good to see is is Hiroyuki Sonata in this movie? Oh my God. There yes. he is. Yes. Yep. Oh my God. Yep. And and
1: Donnie Yen oh. who is fan-freaking-tastic.
0: I'm looking at the um, cast. Everyone, Bill Skarsgård,
1: yeah it's so good amazing um and chad Staelski, i guess that's how you say his name is the mm-hmm. director of of this franchise Um, mm-hmm. he's directed all four he comes from a stunt background so like of course like the dude is out there like putting in the hard work to showcase his stunts um and like that's so smart
0: this is a perfect so opportunity smart. for me to mention. I recently rewatched Extraction, directed by Sam mm. Hargrave, also yep. from a stunt background. From a stunt background. And yep. it really shows when you're making a movie that's going to showcase stunt work. I'm pretty sure yeah. there's more in camera in John Wick than there is in c- Extraction. But Extraction sure. is also really well choreographed stuff. It's just stitched together yeah. by a lot of visual effects for a lot of reasons. We're, yeah. we're smashing through walls. We're falling a couple stories. Yeah, yeah It's kind of yeah. hard to do in camera. Um, yeah. Yeah. A lot of gunplay happening, a lot of driving, you know, but, but, but yeah. the, the, the idea is it's still engaging because it looks very real. It yes. accomplishes most of the same thing. You don't get the reality yeah. of like, okay, that, 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 that has to be real. You still got this person who understands, no, I, I know how to craft action. It's my, it's my thing. And yeah. it makes for better movies, man. It does. It makes it does. for better action films.
1: Yeah. Totally. I will say this, this. The last thing I'll say, this is not about John Wick. Um, John Wick may be the last time that I see a movie on a Friday night. The crowd was insufferable. And <laughs> I hate it. I, I There's people behind us that were just like making so much noise. Mm. Bill Skarsgård shows up and one guy goes, I didn't know Justin Bieber was in this picture. <laughs> oh, and for God's like, sake. I was like, he has a similar haircut to Justin Bieber, but he doesn't look like Justin Bieber.
0: Oh, for God's You're sake. You're an
1: idiot. <laughs> and then, and then like halfway through the movie, for whatever reason, they like bolted down the stairs. They're sitting in the very back. They uh-huh. bolted down the stairs, the two guys, and they decided underneath the screen to enact their own fight. What? This is halfway through the movie. Oh they laughed God. like really hard about it. And then they left and they never came back. Oh. to the We live in a weird world where when two people run down at the speed of sound into the front of the theater in front of the screen. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm getting antsy real quick.
0: This is like so
1: stupid. chill out. They, pro- I, 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 sh- uh, I, yeah, I just wanted to chase them out and be like, what are you leaving? Because your mom's here to pick you up. You losers. <laughs> hey, get, get out of here. here. <laughs> get out of here. This is a rated R picture. How'd you get in here in the first place? Don't you have a math test to be studying for? Here's what a, here's colleges some, have you applied to? Here's some math. Two plus two <laughs> equals go away. <laughs> here's some math for you. I paid $12 to see this movie. <laughs> What's 12 minus
0: two assholes?
1: <laughs> here's some more math for you. How often do you make $12? When you do your chores, what do you take the trash out and make 50 cents? Oh, Cut hey, the- <laughs> y- y- your mommy will wipe your butt for you? <laughs>
0: Sir, my insults are just
1: getting more nonsensical (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's, they're getting more nonsensical and way more specific like what did mommy peel your banana for you but it wasn't quite ripe enough so you had to
0: chop it up into little pieces and wait a day for it to get yellow so you could eat it well, yeah, you wait, you wait a little too long, and now you got now you got to make banana bread, even though you didn't, you weren't planning on it. You trying to watch your weight, huh? <laughs> had to go to your grandma's house to ask how to make banana bread. She didn't know
1: it. you had to Google it.
0: Yeah, I didn't know that you had to get the ingredients, huh? Go down to the Rite Aid, to find Paula Dean's recipe for butter banana bread. I can't believe people are still acting like that in theaters. I, know. I thought we were past. that. I thought the pandemic just took care of that. I, I'm I'm gonna blame the pandemic. Like I thought, what what happened? COVID. You were supposed to like. Fix that,
1: yeah, right, right. We're supposed to go
0: back having learned things, and one of them being, hey, maybe we should, you know, chill out in theaters. Yeah, Yeah. it's like no, yeah, no,
1: yeah. One of them thought (sighs) the funniest thing in the world was when the when when the trailers were over and the theater went dark Mm -hmm. to just in the darkness and in the silence in that you know two second gap while the film's switching over to go. And I just wanted to, like,
0: turn around and go, shut up. Jeez. Sorry. I, I might have laughed if that had happened. <laughs> uh, we went to a farm the other day for my kids, uh, field trip. Here's the guy.
1: That, that's That's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was.
0: <laughs> uh did you see Renfield in theater? You must have seen in theaters. I did.
1: I saw Renfield in theaters as well.
0: Let me explain. My boss gave me this power. In return, I tend to his needs, including care, feeding. You bring in people to eat? You're like the guy that gets the villain's postmates. But if you were to stop focusing on his needs, what would happen? He won't grow to full power. Exactly. He won't grow to full power. What? That's so weird. Why would you phrase it like that? But yes. Hi, are you here for the meeting? Well, come on. No! No! Some call me the Dark One. Others, the Lord of Death. To most, I am the Action. Okay, obviously we're dealing with a little bit more than just narcissism here. That's
1: it. I saw this uh, uh, yesterday. So it was Monday at about 12, about 1230. I okay. was the only person in the theater. Literally the only person oh, in awesome. The theater. awesome. It was a private screening for me and myself. Cool. And um, take your pants off. And- <laughs> I'll
0: neither confirm nor deny.
1: Um, <laughs> no, I, um, one saw, no
0: one saw me take my pants off. I'll say that. <laughs>
1: I'll tell you that much. Um, yeah, it's between me and the security cameras. Um, I, <laughs> I um, and the person no, I didn't know I, was there. <laughs> and Nicholas Cage, who could see me through the screen, who I didn't know um, was there, <laughs> who I didn't know was there. <laughs> um, hey, I saw you hey. in the. <laughs> i saw you look both ways and then take your pants off
0: i think your flies down but you knew that already didn't you
1: come on no Um, no no. (laughs) it's just andy samberg's impression this is a public place come on what are you doing um yeah, so Renfield uh, as you can imagine stars Nicholas Cage um and Nicholas Holt. It's directed by Chris McKay. It's sort of a comedic take on uh the character of Renfield who from Bram Stoker's Dracula is the familiar to Count Dracula. Okay. Um so the way that they frame this is um it's been, you know, hundreds of years that he's been Dracula's familiar and they've they move every time Dracula needs to feed and he makes a big bloodbath wherever they are. So they move and then relocate somewhere. (laughs) And Renfield is getting tired of this. And so he wants to settle down and he goes to these support group meetings. And the reason he goes to the support group meetings is because he can find uh, um, victims, Right. So some like somebody will complain, like a woman's like, you know, my husband beat me yesterday, but I just can't leave him. So he'll go to the husband. Right.
0: He he he's going to find he's going to find abusers so he can at least give bad people for Dracula to kill.
1: Correct. <laughs> um, he feels like I'm I'm knocking out two birds with one stone. I'm right. feeding Dracula and I'm also taking, taking care bad of bad
0: people nuisance. off the board.
1: Exactly. Um and Renfield has powers uh himself. Um bestowed on him by dracula so all he has to do is like eat a bug and um and then he becomes like a powerful whatever superpowered dude and so he uses that and then if he gets injured dracula's blood heals him and so whatever um and um yeah, man. So Dracula is uh, recovering from his last uh, confrontation and um, in which he almost died. And um, and he has this big master plan. He's like, look, after all these years, I've decided that, like, what we need is a plan. Like, I, I don't need to just, like, wake up and feed like we're gods. We could do we could rule this whole place. And so uh, nurse me back to health and we'll take over everything. <laughs> and
0: so um, we'll take over so, the like, world on uh, in, in April.
1: Yeah, pretty much. And so, um, Nicholas Holt, uh, Renfield is having doubts. Meanwhile, Aquafina plays a, um, a, uh, street cop who is having trouble with a local mafia, uh, the Lobo family, um, who's, uh, you know, uh, the 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 tip top of it is like this mother character and her son who may take over the family business is played by Ben Schwartz. And um, so the whole thing is like she's trying to take down the Lobo family, and Renfield comes across Aquafina and they start like almost like a romance, maybe friendship, who knows, whatever it is. Right. And and so that's sort of like the whole thrust of the thing. Um the the way I described this on I gave it 2 stars. The way I described this on Letterboxd is it's like two SNL shorts combined to make one mediocre movie. Um and the movie didn't didn't piss me off. Um but it's not great. Um yeah. the the idea being that like eventually the support group meetings get to Renfield and he realizes that he himself is in a toxic relationship. Um, and, and so that idea, like that's, that's a funny idea. Like the idea of like framing Renfield and Dracula as like a, uh, uh, you know, a domestic abuser, you know, and, uh, abused situation. Um, it's an interesting idea and it becomes a metaphor for like, you know, you fighting, you know, the people in your life who, who are abusing you and standing up to them. And, um, and that sort of thing, like finally, you know ridding yourselves of them um it becomes that metaphor and like that's fine um i think again that kind of feels more like an snl sketch to mm-hmm. me like you know or like a funnier or die or something of like you know oh I, i'm the familiar but he's the toxic guy eh, you know and then and then you have this cop character who's like i've got to take down the the crime family but the crime family is like super violent and stuff but then like she comes across a familiar the familiar of dracula who like it becomes her buddy cop kind of thing yeah, and he's, he's like got overly violent and what, well, but he's got a conscience and whatever and um and so again that feels like another sketch but not a particularly well thought out one mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like all over the place and doesn't really mean anything um and then you combine those two into one story and you have like half the movie that kind of works and half the movie that just doesn't really work. Um, and, and results in a whole movie that needs a full, a full re- revision, like a script revision from the ground up. Um, what I will say, Ben Schwartz is always great. I, I like Ben Schwartz a lot. Um, and, and Nicholas Cage, of course, just takes the cake as Dracula. And he's the reason I saw the movie anyway. Um he, he's great. He's chewing all the scenery and he is having the time of his life playing Count Dracula. Um, the makeup effects on him look pretty great. And, and uh, yeah, I, I think like with this premise, you almost have to go one of two ways with it. Like y- y- I could see it being dramatic and I could see it being uh, comedic, but this kind of like tries to do both and doesn't really succeed in either. And, Anyway, yeah, man, I don't know. I I think it's just ultimately really forgettable. And um, I think the coolest part about it at the beginning, when Renfield is kind of telling the story of how he met Dracula and like their old adventures, like their original adventures. Mm -hmm. they I don't know if they recreate scenes from the original, like 1931 Dracula starring um, uh, uh, Um, uh, uh, Bella Lugazi. Is that his name? Lugosi. Lugosi. Yeah.
0: I was like,
1: did I just make was, that. Was name Bell, up? he was, um,
0: was he Dracula? He was Dracula, was he not? He was Bell Dracula. Yes. Who was Karlo- yeah. Was Boris Karloff? Was Boris he? Karloff was Frankenstein. Frankenstein, I that's right.
1: Um, And, and so. It's been a while um, since I've
0: seen Ed Wood, otherwise I would have known, I would have <laughs> remembered yes. that better.
1: Right. Um, and, and so I don't know if they've recreated scenes from that, but using Nicolas Cage instead, <clears throat> or if they've Forrest Gumped it and like inserted him, yeah. um, which either, either way it's great. But like, I think, um, the idea that, the, I mean, it plays perfectly well. It, it, it fooled me. If it is a face replacement, it fooled me. Sure. And if it's completely reshot, then it fooled me. Cause it looks exactly like. The, the original film um, and that that's again that's like in the first like 10 minutes of the movie and it it's probably the best thing in the movie um and if they had just shot the whole movie like that i think it would have been way funnier
0: um or at least more visually interesting so i saw some clips and uh it seemed it seems cool i i know that um i've heard that the movie is is very like f- like accurate when it comes to it's one of those movies that, that cinema therapy talked about. And so mm. the therapist was like, this is a really good model for, you know, toxicity and how to deal with it. And, and what he's like, so he was also, you know, from a therapy standpoint, like I give the movie top marks for, for correctly modeling yeah. these, these kinds of relationships and, and how to overcome them. Um, yeah. and I also heard that, like that, I think that Nicolas Cage, I think it was either two or three roles that he had always said he wanted to play as an actor. I don't remember the third, but I know that one of them was Superman yeah. and I, I, I allegedly one of them was Dracula. And mm. so that, that I don't remember where I heard that, but someone pointed that out. And um, so that's like a big reason why he would have wanted to do a project like this. Cause he's always wanted to play yeah. Dracula. Um, yeah. and clearly has a lot of reverence and attachment to that. Yeah that role yeah. yeah um that's and fun. he
1: did a great job he's the best part of the movie oh he's great i love nicholas cage i do too
0: All
1: So, right. uh so do i recommend it and eh, not in theaters sure i'm sure it'll eventually it's a universal film so i'm sure it'll be
0: on peacock in a peacock. couple months so just check it out there hey what else is on peacock dustin hey
1: cocaine bear oh hey <laughs> Millions of dollars worth of cocaine fell from the sky this morning in Knoxville, Tennessee. There's more of this out there. They dumped it somewhere. I'm looking for my daughter. Forest is a dangerous place. Hey, Henry. Check it out. Something got into it. A deer, maybe? A lot of cocaine was lost. I need you to go and get it. No, 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 don't eat that. Don't eat that. Let's see what kind of effect that has on The bear it fucking did cocaine. A bear did cocaine. There was a bear. A bear? It was
0: fuck Hey, that's inappropriate.
1: You're safe. Bears can't climb trees. Of course I can. <gasps> Huh? Yeah, baby. Oh, shit. Yeah, baby. Oh, no. It kind of seems like the thing that stays with a man forever. Yeah, baby. Apex Predator. Ah! Yeah, baby. High on cocaine. Ah! Out of his mind.
0: Oh! oh! Yeah. oh man you fucked what the fuck is wrong with that bear um
1: cocaine bear i gave it one and a half stars it's really probably more of a one star film but I, i'm feeling generous uh um, sure it's um th- this movie might as well not even exist it, it doesn't do anything.
0: The, fun, the weirdest thing was people are always like, oh, it's based on a true story. It's like the true story is that there's a dead bear that was found and that it might yeah. have mildly ingested some cocaine. But there was right. no like hilarious rampage of a bear. It, no. It, it ate too much cocaine and died
1: it ate too much cocaine and died and, the, and and there was cocaine that was thrown out of a plane and over the, Georgia
0: and which a is the only reason the, the, the characters in this film are i guess all southern right yes but yes. like comedically like like comedically southern
1: no you would expect that but not one okay. of them is like comedically southern
0: okay that's good
1: um i to i would me off. much rather it have been that way Uh um, the only person
0: who's allowed to do that now is danny mcbride <laughs> you know what yes I mean?
1: yeah right <laughs> if this had been a danny mcbride star vehicle oh man dude it would have been great <laughs> it would have been great um but but yeah it, it this movie was like just nothing dude <laughs> like none of the characters are uh, even slightly seem southern okay um there, there are too many protagonists and mm-hmm. zero protagonists. Yeah. Um, and, um, it's like, there's this story about two kids who go into the woods and then the mom played by Carrie Russell has to find the kids. And then there's the story about ice Cube's son and, and not Han Solo <laughs> that go into the woods. And they have to find the cocaine because they work for Ray Liotta, who who needs the cocaine, and uh, and then and then there's the story about like three like punks who are like in the in the national park like causing mischief every day, um, and then there's the story of the ranger who's trying to woo she's like trying to woo this dude who comes in from the corporate office or something. Cause she wants promotion, maybe also to date him. I don't know. And then, and then there's the, uh, the cop that comes from somewhere else like Kentucky or something. I don't know. Uh, I can't remember who cares um, from somewhere else to investigate it. And uh, he has a dog that he doesn't like. And his arc involves trying to learn to love the dog. I don't know. It's so dumb. Like (laughs) none, none of this makes any sense. There's like, you know, just like no character, no character development, like not Han Solo's whole thing is like my, my wife died and I'm sad. Oh, I'm sad. I don't want to be here trying to get drugs because I'm sad. And then I guess the movie is like, oh, but don't be sad. And I'm like, dude's wife died. He's allowed to be sad, yo. <laughs> and then in terms of like the bear, the bear, there's no, there's nothing clever about it. Like Jaws, where you don't really see the shark until you do, but you still kind of don't. Um, it, the bear's just like front and center. Like I'm a bear and I'm high and he's doing <laughs> like high bear things like, mm-hmm. Like smacking his head against a tree, stumbling and like stumbling and like, you know like Crashing. acting euphoric and yeah. whatnot, and like, okay, <laughs> I guess someone thinks that's funny. I don't think
0: it's funny <laughs> okay, I can um, just picture Elizabeth banks screaming at the VFX scene the people like make it funnier. Make it funnier.
1: And the VFX go, how? How, Elizabeth? And she's like, he's stumbling. And they're like, that's not funny. It's a it's CG gonna, bear. It's going to take months.
0: It's funny when my uncle does it. It's not funny when this bear does it. And only because I've been through therapy. At the time, it was <laughs> extremely sad. It made me feel bad about myself. Anyways, I'm sorry. Anyway, moving you on. told us not to talk about our personal lives.
1: Everyone says I look like my uncle. Um <laughs> He's in a better place. (laughs) I think I have to quit this project. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and and yeah, man, it's just like I don't know, there's no menace to it. Uh Like, the bear isn't scary. There's one moment, one moment in the entire film where the bear is framed (laughs) cinematically as if it is a scary threat, yeah. And every other time, it's just like (laughs) I'm a bear. I'm doing bad things. Wee. I claw your face, you know, and it's like, okay, I don't know. This isn't funny and it's not doing anything at all. Um, And then like, there's, there's one moment, there's a few like kills, right? Uh But there's one kill that I think is okay. Like a genuine, oh, that's an okay kill. Mm -hmm. Um, Until it's not because like, it's like, oh, yeah, that's pretty effective. That works. Like, yeah, look at that practical blood dripping down the dude's face. Like, this is great. And then, like, two seconds later, he's a CGI dude falling to the ground. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you can't have a real dude fall to the ground, even a stunt dude. And it's <laughs> it's almost like the equivalent of a family guy fall. You mm-hmm. know how on family guy they fall and there's, like, no frames in between? Yeah. It's that they're they're trying to do that same thing. But I'm like, it doesn't work cinematically in the film you've set up. If you had set up this weird off-the-wall bonkers movie sure. where anything could happen, sure. Yeah. But but no, like you didn't go crazy enough with the movie. And that's my biggest gripe is like for a movie called Cocaine Bear, <laughs> you would think one of two things. Either this is like a dark gritty drama yeah. where it's like, this bear it's attacking people. And- yes. You know, every, every one of us could be the next victim. We don't know where or when it's gonna show up next.
0: The bear's or, a metaphor for chaos and chaos chaos reigns and there's no predicted exactly. life. It's just an endless smashing together of atoms and <laughs> Exactly you know, cocaine. Exactly.
1: Or or it's you know off the wall bonkers crazy and you've got like
0: cocaine bear everybody
1: yeah you have your southern characters who are like well howdy i'm just gonna go on down to the the park here and you know gee maxi like we were at the park you know and it's like cool Uh, but there's everybody's
0: a pat buttram
1: (laughs) hi everybody (laughs) hi everybody
0: I just wanted to let y'all know
1: there's a cocaine bear hanging out around here um and, thank you and I, I couldn't
0: do the impression enough to, without waking up my kids so i <laughs> thank you <Dustin>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there, there's there's just nothing like there's just nothing about this movie it doesn't know what it wants to be so it's like tonal whiplash but uh-huh. not even really because it doesn't go full in either direction so it's whiplash between like two mids not even two <laughs> extremes. Like, you think about it, whiplash <laughs> is like, I'm going 80 on the freeway and suddenly I'm at zero. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's whi- whiplash. Yeah. The, oh, this is, or I'm at zero and now I'm, you know, like lurched forward by a dude behind me that went 80, but like, this is just like, Hey, I'm going 25 miles an hour and now I'm stopped. <laughs> okay. Well, you stopped fast. Cool. But it's not really whiplash. You're yeah. just doing something different now.
0: The Coffee didn't even spill
1: yeah and and like that's all there is to it dude there, there's just there's just nothing happening here and then it has the gall at the end to try to tell me a life lesson and I'm like <laughs> about like what parenting is or something and I'm like Shut this up. is not the movie for that
0: <laughs> this movie is called cocaine bear you know it really turned me around on, on you know my relationship with my kids I saw cocaine bear in theaters and I, I just saw, thought I saw cocaine wow bear. you know life is short I, I'm the cocaine bear yeah I'm the- <laughs> <laughs> my kids are the cocaine and I'm the bear and I really should love my kids. My this bear <laughs> loves this cocaine. Uh, and if this cocaine kills me, it's, it's all right. It's fine. Right? It's fine. I'm it? leaving my cubs.
1: Uh, millions of dollars of cocaine
0: yeah and and lessons (laughs) about when i was doing the cocaine and how they could better do the cocaine how how they could be they could be better cocaine users than i am today and better cocaine users than my father was that's his father before (laughs)
1: that's (laughs) that's exactly right um (laughs) yeah man there's just nothing in this movie and and it's a shame because like I, i when i first heard about this i was like know, this is gonna be a, this could be uh, fun. a bonkers movie, and this yeah. is gonna be cool. And like, it's just not. It needed a new director. Like, honestly, this needed to be like an Edgar Wright movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with or or even like a James Gunn, like Slither type movie. Yeah. Um, just you know, silly. like Like, yeah, yeah, not Slither, but like a silly yeah. James Gunn movie. Yeah. And like it needs to be something like that or, or or again, like Edgar Wright, where it's like, at least even if it's not super silly, it's at least fast paced and whatever. But I'm thinking like, you know, Scott Pilgrim, um, Mm. esque, which is not like super, like, like absurd. It's just, but it is like kinetic and it's, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, throw everything at the wall. Cinematic language doesn't matter because we can cut wherever, do whatever. It doesn't matter. um, you need something like that. I'll go the wet hot American
0: summer route since Elizabeth Banks is the director. Michael Showalter should have directed this film.
1: <laughs> that that would have been perfect. Just
0: stuff it with that same very same cast and just fill it yes. with non sequiturs. Yeah. <laughs> Movie.
1: There you go. Boom. That that really would have been a perfect right. like.
0: Uh yeah, I think that'd be great. Like Piranha <laughs> was silly, but Piranha was like knew what it was. Piranha was just a silly yeah. movie where people got eaten alive by fish.
1: Right. I don't care about these people, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Exactly.
0: (laughs) That was the first film uh, I I reviewed on this on this podcast ever was Piranha.
1: Was that the one with with Ving Rhames, Christopher Lloyd, and and uh, like Paul Sheer, Elizabeth
0: Shue? Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Richard Richard Dreyfus makes a cameo as Matt Hooper. Yes. Yeah. Which is kind of what makes it a a poetic first film for me to review on this platform.
1: That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It 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 was just a big old nothing sandwich. It it was like Elizabeth Banks gave me two pieces of bread with nothing in the middle.
0: And uh they, they, it'd be that way sometimes.
1: Man, maybe they'll maybe in 10 years they'll reboot the cocaine bear IP and we'll and we'll get it done right.
0: Maybe. <laughs> There's money to be made with this cocaine bear. Yes. Well, okay then. Um yeah. I well, I speaking of the seeing things in theaters and stuff. I'm going to see Guardians three um next week at um, you know, at a regular AMC for cost saving. And I really hope I don't run into any of that raucous behavior. Um yeah. but yeah. uh yeah, but but so I I sort of booked my ticket and then, and the closer you get, it's not gonna be possible. But part of me was just like, well, it's not gonna be possible cost wise. I I still have time to get yeah. tickets at the at the Nexus, but I don't think I, I don't have the money to pay for a Nexus ticket. Um, yeah. but my wife was like, let's look for something to see at the Nexus. Cause I'm only going to go to the theaters if we're going to the Nexus. I was like, yeah, yeah you probably got the right idea. So we're actually going to go see, um, mission impossible in July. Oh, for like a date night. Okay, Cool. She's like, Oh, yeah. I was going to movies. Like, what do you want to see? And I said, do you want to see mission impossible? She goes, well, I haven't seen the other ones yet. And I was like, We're going to watch the other ones. So we are now rewatching all the Mission Impossible films. Sweet. Yes. So I watched the first one the other night, Sunday night. Yeah. For the first time in probably over 10 years. that I've seen the first film. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah. She was like, afterwards, I was like, do you enjoy this? She goes, I did. It's just, it was so cheesy. Some of the stuff is so cheesy. And I was like, it's 1996. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, you didn't know what it was going to become. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Just wait till she gets to the like John she, Wooness of the second one.
0: I did tell her that the second one's very different. It's going to be a little strange, you know? Yeah. But she knows very what much these- of its time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm mean, going to explain to her a certain point, like each of these directors kind of did something different with it. And then it became yeah. they figured out what they wanted them to be. And then they became yeah. great. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Well yeah. oh, cool man. Yeah man. All right. Sweet. We'll see you right next time.
1: Sounds good. Bye everybody. Bye-bye. Cocaine bear.